Hello and welcome to the Amy G Experience, a weekly happening showing you how to create your life around experiences because it's the experiences that make up your life. Let's dive in. Here's your host, Amy G. Hello, this is Amy G and we are diving into a six-part series. Yes, six parts on the subject, are you experienced? Because um, I think sometimes that, that word experience is elusive and maybe too big for understanding. And so I really wanna dive in and zone in on where you are on your experience radar. Like how does it translate into your life? All aspects, lifestyle, your career, your finances, your goals, your, you know, the, your fun that you have in your life, your adventures, people you meet, and how you're living your life every day. So the first part, part one, is I hadn't thought of it that way. So consider this. When I was a kid, I, I took real interest in finding out what people were doing, like, you know, how they were leading their lives. I wanted to know what people did and, and whether they were having fun. I wanted to know if they were doing... Um, you know, was it interesting for them? Is it what they wanted? Um, who were people hanging out with and why? And what kind of careers did people choose for themselves? And, you know, how did they communicate? That was a particular interest of mine, was how people communicated. And was it what they, you know, what they said, did it translate into action? Uh, because that was, you know, the walk the talk kind of aspect. Um, I didn't really couldn't really articulate it at that time at an early age, but I wanted to see what people said and did. Did it, you know, did it jive? And much to my surprise, more often than not, there was always um, a disconnect. There always seemed to me a, be a misalignment with walking the talk. So I ask you, are you experienced? And what kind of experiences have you or do you have? So if you're not quite sure just yet, I promise you that by the time this six-part series is complete, you'll understand how to move from deciding to doing. And so much of what we believe to be true in life is either backwards or simply not true. You know, we feel um, that we fall into the idea that, you know, uh, a good job, lots of money, awesome stuff, true love that perfect body you're going to make us happy. But what we find is that when we reach these desired accomplishments, these goals, we're not that elated by it. Like we're not that thrilled of these achievements. So sure, you may feel pleased with yourself at the time. However, you know, as they say, this too shall pass. We wonder every time, why am I not happier? So then we strive or we reach out for more of the same similar stuff, the next best thing. To then again say, okay, I'm, I'm not finding myself happier. You see, when you're not happy with yourself, when you haven't found contentment in your own skin, then anything and everything that you strive for, anything that you do will fall short of sustaining happiness. You know, there are tons of books on happiness and perspection. There's, you know, the, the godfather, so to speak, Martin Seligman. There's Dan Gilbert and Edward Diener and um, Sonia, Le, 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 I can't ever pronounce her last name, Labominsky. Le, uh, she wrote a book called The, the How of Happiness. Um, there's Michael Fortas. There's um, Michael Argyle, Robert Emmons, Sean um, Aker. I mean, this, these are just a few to name, um, just to cite some 
uh, authors, but and they're psychologists, um, and yet happiness and perspective and and you know more often they they have not figured it out quite yet like it's still a work in progress so at the very least you know we need to take this information translate this information into some kind of action from what we know now about happiness so one question i'd like you to consider and answer for yourself is if you didn't compare yourself to anyone else okay let's say you know if you, you know, you looked at how you were feeling right now and how do you think right now, how do you think you'd be doing? Like, how are you, you know, how are you leading your life? And if you really thought about it, not comparing yourself to anyone, you would have no point of reference to, you know, what life was for anybody else. What is it for you right now? And one aspect of our possible lack of happiness is that we draw parallels. We draw social comparisons. You know, you see, we see most probably through social media, of course, the perception that everyone else is leading a better life and a more exciting life than we are. And by that, I mean, you know, it's usually probably a handful of people, but we blow it up and think the entire world is probably happier than I am. So that's why when we see people negatively exposed or their life unravels badly, you know, we see the exposés, you know, somebody's life crashes or, you know, we find ourselves a little bit relieved. Like, I mean, that's a horrible thing, but we go, Phew. you know, they really don't have a great life. Actually, it's kind of crappy. So, you know, so for that moment, that very moment in time, we feel a little better about ourselves. And yet does, you know, do we really, I mean, that's a pretty crappy way to lead your life. If we feel that we need to say that you have a crappy life. So I, therefore I feel better about mine. Um, that's, you know, not the way life should work. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is when we know through research that kindness, gratitude, experiences, and giving, whether we want to realize that or not, makes us happier. I'm going to repeat that. There, this is, you know, researched fully um, that kindness, gratitude, experiences, and giving make us happier. We know through research because thanks to Carol Dweck, and she wrote a book called Mindset. I don't know if you've read it, but there, there are characteristics of those that have either a fixed or a growth mindset. So it really comes down to how do you show up in your life? And more importantly, how do you want to show up in your life? For most, it's uncomfortable trying to figure out what it is that you need in order to lead a fulfilling life. It takes effort. It takes effort, it takes thought, and some kind of plan. Or as Dan Gilbert says, likes to say, he stumbled on happiness. He has a book um, that's based on that. It's called Stumbling on Happiness. Or at the very least, you know, keep your eyes wide open to see, you know, where you're going to kind of land with your happiness. There are clues to what it is that you need and want all around you. All you need to do is take action. And it's true. You'll see some consistency in your behaviors and in your life. There's some patterns that are forming. You just need to have your eyes wide open to kind of acknowledge it and see, oh, okay, I get it. You truly do know when you're not feeling it, right? You feel, you know, I'm just not feeling it. You know when things don't feel right. You can't find happiness in stuff. So I, I think we need to first realize that stuff is not going to make us happy. Maybe the anticipation 
of what you think you want and the moment you get it, sure, that kind of, that's kind of cool. And yet it dwindles, it always dwindles. So then you have to think about finding yourself, you know, this, you're, you're chasing more and more stuff because, you know, it, it, you're thriving on that. It's a vicious, unhappy cycle. So I have, this is short and sweet. I leave you with this. This is part one. I leave you with this until uh, next time when we talk about part two, which is, are you experienced where I write about, um, how do you get there? Like how, how do you find those experiences that are going to enrich your life? Like, what does that look like for you? So I leave you with that short and sweet. Uh, I hope you have a great day, but consider this. Are you experienced? What does that mean to you? How does that translate into your life? Thanks a lot. Have the best day.